Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the DVC Show, coming to you from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined this week by my good friends from the DVC store, Mr. Jerry Saito. Hello, everyone. Mr. Paul Krieger. Hey, everybody. Joining us again this week, uh, Webmaster Doc on the boards, Rob Lindsay. Hello. And producer Craig Williams. Hello. And uh, before we get started, folks, just want to remind you, this show is brought to you by DVCStore.com. Among the oldest companies selling, if not the oldest, uh, selling DVC resales. Is Is that correct? I think we are the oldest. I mean, 26 years, 1994. So we really were the the, the beginning of, of all of it. I think Tom, my broker, got a call from Disney uh, regarding a, a seller needing to sell. Tom had the timeshare store and uh, was able to help that that seller out. And from there, that's where it started. Wow. 26 years. <clears throat> that's it. Been around longer than I have. And that's saying something. Um, so if you are interested in selling your DVC contract uh that may be because you know in the current situation uh you could use the money or maybe you you know you like your contract but there's another one that's more attractive and you'd like to go ahead and sell the one you have and buy a new one dvc store can help you out with all of that visit them dvcstore.com or give them a call 1-800-550-6493 did i get that right that's it all right You'd think by now, we've been doing this a year, these shows, uh, you'd think by now I'd have it, you know, <laughs> solidly committed to memory, but then you'd be giving my memory more credit than it's due. So, um, all right, this week we're going to talk about a topic that I know very little about, um, and that is Hilton Head. Uh, we get a lot of people asking us to do shows on Vero Beach and Hilton Head, and um, as a, one of the reasons I really wanted uh, – uh, Rob, uh, Rob Lindsay to join us because Rob Lindsay basically lives there. Um, he's in that neck of the woods. Uh, he's been to the resort many, many times. He knows what goes on there. Jerry's been there many, many times. I was surprised in the, uh, the precursor to this show as we were chatting before we started recording that Craig apparently has been there many times, which I was not aware of. Paul and I are actually in the minority in this uh, in this group, uh, we have not been there. So I'm going to start out with you, Rob. <clears throat> um, just tell us, what do you like about Hilton Head? Like I, it's not something like, I feel like I really need to go. So convince me, why should I go to Hilton Head? Well, the Island itself is, is a beautiful location, the palm trees and all the, the typical landscaping, but the resort is unique in that it's it's on an island. It's on a small island in the marsh, uh, and it's a tidal marsh. So it right the the water in there rises and falls with the, the tides. It's a beautiful setting. Uh, it's not on the beach, so that's that's one negative for many people. But it's about a mile from the ocean, and they provide a, a, a resort shuttle to transport guests back and forth, and that facility is on the beach. It's got a snack bar there. It's got a, a little a bar and it's got a, a pool setting as well as some uh, meeting rooms. So there's lots of activity down there, but it's a, just a beautiful setting. Hilton Head is a great location, uh, about 300 different restaurants, or at least before uh, the current situation, there were about 300 restaurants on the island. 
and uh, it's just a great, the weather is great year round, uh, nice setting. All right, Jerry, why should I go to Hilton Head? Well, I, so I, I absolutely love it. I mean, as uh, Rob was saying, the views that you get, I mean, it's set on its own island within Hilton Head. So you have this, you know, it, you know on a marsh, but essentially you're watching, you know, nature around you. You've got, you know, birds coming in and flying through. You've got, you know, a waterway where you can watch different boats going through. Um, you, you're, I, I just think in general, the setting is beautiful, but then, the island itself is foliage everywhere. It's not. It's not like a normal city. Everything, trees everywhere, paths every, you know, for bike trails. So it's very natural, very beautiful, very relaxed. Um, as far as a foodie location, if you like to go out to eat, some great, amazing restaurants all over the island. The beaches. Uh, if you do take the shuttle over to the beach, the beach is you know 200 yards wide. It's a huge beach. It's not like uh, some of the Florida beaches, which are, you know 25 yards before you hit the water. So you've got these big stretch beaches, and then a lot of it's hard packed, so you can ride your bikes. I mean, it's just a great place. It's for food, for entertainment, for exercise, for golfing, for all kinds of things. There's just a lot to do. It's it's great. Okay, well you know food. After that, I'm like, okay, um, Craig, Craig, um, I, like I said, I was very surprised to hear that you were, uh, you'd been there several times. I didn't know that. Why? Why? I, I don't know why my family grew up with Hilton Head, but that is like, we literally through pretty much all my childhood, that was our every other year vacation spot mixed in with Disney, random other places from time to time. And I, it, it's, is just, it's a nice little getaway where once you're on the island, everything that you would possibly need is right there for you. And so you can have, you can have a very affordable vacation there, but then also you have the option to dine out and, you know, it's just, it's a getaway, like, like what you would want, especially in regards to with like a DVC stay. But uh, I'm going to sound like a broken record with Rob and Jerry on it because it really is just, it's a very interesting setting. I've been very open on many shows. I hate the beach. I am not a beach person at all. It is the last place I want to go on vacation. Uh, I, you know, living in Florida, I rarely, maybe twice a year, I will actually go over to the beach. Uh, But Hilton Head's environment is just so unique in that you do have the areas that are very marshy and swampy. But then once you get over to like where where Disney has their beachfront location and uh, that's Palmetto Dunes stretch, right? Yeah. Yes. And once you get over there, then that's where all the big resorts are. And it's just and over there it feels like a clean beach. It doesn't have that like feeling of like a Miami beach where it's really, it's like just really flashy and overrun. It's still a very, very calming location. And then golfing there is great. Uh, I love playing tennis. So I always make sure that I have my racket when I'm there too. It's uh, it's just, it's got everything you could want in a vacation place. Um, Paul, have you ever considered, Going to Hilton Head? So uh, Amy and I have talked about it a couple different times. I grew up actually uh, going to the beach in the Wildwood, New Jersey, Cape May, New Jersey area. And everything that 
I have heard about Hilton Head sounds like it would remind me of that area. Big beaches, um, just a nice, small, quiet town. And so we've discussed a couple times about even if it's just a short uh, weekend getaway to get down there and enjoy uh, what Hilton Head has to have to offer. All right. Now, I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but my, from my understanding, it's a big golf area, right? Yeah. Yes. That's so, what drew me. Yeah. So, okay, so Jerry, you're a golfer. Yeah. Um, talk about the golfing. I, I mean, it's phenomenal. I, I mean, I live in Orlando, and there's hundreds of golf courses available in Central Florida. So for me, you know, going somewhere else to play golf, eh, eh, there's plenty of golf here. I don't need to. But that's what really drew me into Hilton Head. I, I wanted to go play uh, the Harbor Town course. I just wanted to see something different. And then when I got up there, I ended up playing, you know, there and multiple other places. And it was, I mean, the golf there is fantastic. They maintain their courses great. There's plenty of options for all different budgets. So, um, yeah, if you're into golf, you would definitely enjoy Hilton Head for sure. Rob, you golf as well, don't you? I do not. You I do play not. tennis. Oh, that's right. That's right. You're a tennis player. God bless you. Um, <laughs> yeah, people are too active for me. Um, so, okay, so for somebody like me, I'm also with Craig. I'm not a beach guy. Um, last time I went in the ocean, I th- cracked this joke a lot since I regained weight. Um, last time I went in the ocean, a Japanese trawler tried to harpoon me. Um, <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not a beach guy. Um, what is there to do? Like, cause I'm also not the hang out and read a book guy either. I like to do things. And so are there, are there activities? I mean, I'm imagining that if there is anything to do, it's probably more predominant during the summer months that it's probably kind of closed down during the winter. But Rob, let me ask you that since you actually live there. So, well, in, in the, the winter months, certainly the tourist season is pretty quiet. And a lot of the restaurants did we mention there are about 300 restaurants, Pete. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of the restaurants uh, have really uh, catered their, no pun intended, catered their their menus and their pricing to the locals to keep people coming into the to support the restaurants. Now, that's been a challenge the last couple of months here. Uh, like Orlando, the, we outside dining just started last week. And uh, so there's a it remains to be seen how many of the restaurants will remain once everything once the dust clears. But there's lots there's lots to do. There's there's several theaters. Uh, same thing there. We've got a challenge now with what's going to happen with the theater industry. Um, but yeah, a lot of fishing, uh, golfing, there's lots of art uh, places, art galleries. There's there's um, a very active uh, community theater. The Art Center of the Carolinas is right by the Disney Resort. And they, they have a, a year-round uh, group of, of presentation of various productions, musicals, uh, plays. Uh, they, they bring in uh, uh, bands and so forth to perform there. It's, it's a, there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a very vibrant arts community in, in Hilton Head. Uh, lots to do. Okay. Well, talk to me then about, oh, I'm sorry, Paul, go ahead. 
No, I just I know that um, the resort itself and the beach, there's a shuttle that sort of goes back and forth between the two. But talking about getting around the island and doing all of these other things and eating there, is there enough public transportation there or would you recommend renting a car for the week if we were to go for a trip? Personally, I you're going to want a car here. However, that said, uh, Uber and Lyft are here. Um, the there is public transportation. There's a trolley that runs from uh, Palmetto Dunes to all the in the summer months. There's a a, a shuttle uh, called the Dunes Buggy, uh, which will transport anybody within Palmetto Dunes from one location in Palmetto Dunes to another. They're not going to take you down to Harbor Town, but there is a a trolley system that will run down to Harbor Town. So uh, the, one of the big the big plantation that takes up the whole southern end of the island is Sea Pines, and that's where the the uh, Heritage Golf Classic is played on the Harbor Town golf course there. And uh, you can go down there, the, the iconic uh, uh, lighthouse? lighthouse is down there. Uh, so there's a lot to see down there. And then up, down at South Beach, there's a, a, a great area with some shops and restaurants. Uh, Palmetto Dunes at Shelter Cove, right where the Disney Resort is located, has all kinds of shops in there. And then uh, there used to be a mall about a less than a half mile from the Disney Resort. And it was suffering. It was an indoor mall. It was old and had uh, been run down. And they've revitalized that. It's no longer an enclosed mall. Uh, it's a whole bunch of stores. Kroger came in and put in a superstore. And that opened it all up. So there's all kinds of boutique shops in there, all kinds of great dining options. Uh, it's, okay, it's food a, and shopping. Food and shopping. You're getting my attention more with that. Okay, uh, Craig, you had uh, you had something. Yeah, I was just going to say in terms of the the driving situation, uh, I, Hilton Head does work perfectly if you are a get in the car and drive to your vacation destination spot. I think it works really great with that. Uh, if you're staying at the Disney DVC resort, you definitely want to utilize their shuttle to the beach when you're going to their spot because their parking lot, if you wanted to drive over, I want to say it only had maybe 20 spaces. And if you went in the summer, there's no way you're getting parking. But like the last time I stayed there, I want to say it was it, it was February it was in a February, so we had no problem getting parking on the beach when it was only 60 degrees out. Uh, but in, in terms of like getting around beyond that, the the one time that I went with friends, it was pre-Uber and ride-sharing. And so we basically bartered with the taxi drivers the entire time we were there. And I want to say the most we paid one way for a trip was maybe $15. And a lot of times we would – it's terrible to say now, but we were – early 20s and you know we we needed to get around because we were out drinking and didn't want to be irresponsible and drive so we'd just get in and say okay $12 and then be like we'll give you eight after we already got to the places and they were very open oh, wow. to that too but um I wouldn't <laughs> recommend Craig. that route but um all right talk to me about the resort itself um obviously it's a Disney vacation club resort so talk to me about how it compares to the other ones, in particular, the ones in Walt Disney World. It's a, it's smaller. There are uh, 102 units 
Uh, there are 76 wow. dedicated two-bedroom units. There are 21 lock-off two-bedroom units comprised of a studio connected to a one-bedroom. Uh, there are five grand villas, and that's it. There are 21 buildings. Wait, um, there were no. I'm sorry. There, there were no one bedrooms or studios. Not, not uh, dedicated. Oh, all right. So they do. I guess they use the lock-offs then as as one bedrooms. They do or with okay. with a caveat because um, 16 of those 21 lock-off units are located in in what's referred to as the the main lodge uh, buildings. Uh, 11 and 12 and there's an underground uh a, a below the unit parking available there so it's a covered parking area uh there's also an elevator and that's the only only building uh, complex that has an elevator in the resort really really uh, the other buildings the other uh, 20 buildings there are a total of 21 buildings um, the other 21 or the other 20 buildings, 19 buildings, um, are not, e there's nothing even at the ground level because of building codes, they could not build uh, on the ground, which is eight feet above sea level. Oh, wow. So the, 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 the resort is all the buildings are elevated a little bit. There's a few steps that you have to get up to the first floor and that's where the, all the other, uh, one, one bedrooms and studios, the lock-offs are all located and they are located, uh, beneath a grand villa. So, okay. And all the handicap units are in, uh, the, the main lodge, their buildings 11 and 12, uh, and they're all the lock-offs. There are no lock-off grand villas. Uh, there are no lock-off dedicated two bedrooms. So if you want a, a if you need a handicap unit uh, and you need a two bedroom, you will be given one of those lockoffs. Otherwise, they don't they do not typically reserve lockoff units at Hilton Head because wow. because there's so few studios and one bedrooms. Wow, Jerry. Well, another feature that the resort has is again the seclusion. You're on your own island, but uh, these beautiful pine trees throughout the property. Uh, the resort is, you know, those 20 buildings that are spread out. Um, there's like a common area within the middle of them. And they sometimes, you know, they have like horseshoes where you can play um, or they've got uh, games for the kids or um, you know, just a lot of uh, space where you don't, you're not, even though you're on this piece of property, you're not like right on top of everybody else. So it is very well spread out. And even if you spend a day at the resort, there's a lot of activities that they offer at the property, um, you know, shuffleboard, horseshoes, uh, fishing, you know, just different things you can do. So the, the resort itself is just, a, you know, a nice setup. It's a it's a little different than the floor properties the way that, you know, because just just by design. But but anyway, it's a it's a great resort for what's the, what's dining. What's dining like? I think they have two casual restaurants. Right, Rob? They, uh, they have a, a counter serve restaurant at the resort and they have another one down at the beach house uh for those that are down there but you are you can from the, the resort you can see about 10 restaurants at shelter cove okay. so you and you can walk to those in about 10 minutes okay so they, they right. didn't need a restaurant there i would say the the vibe of the resort for me it almost has like even though it is a disney vacation club 
and the aesthetics around it really reminds me a lot of uh, Port Orleans Riverside in a way. It kind of has that yeah. same, which makes sense, based since Riverside kind of is supposed to be that southern marshy uh, New Orleans style. Uh, be in the swamp type places so it kind of it makes sense in that level but uh it it is it's it is better than a moderate resort in terms of in terms of it's it's set up but uh it it kind of has that feel to it so i think it is it adds to the relaxation atmosphere overall there how are how are the room sizes in comparison to say you know old key west <laughs> Well, you picked the you picked the two biggest. <laughs> yeah, the the studios at Hilton Head are four hundred and fifty five square feet. Wow, that's the huge. One bedrooms are eight fifty six. Two bedrooms are over thirteen hundred square feet, wow. and the grand villas are twenty three sixty two. Now, do you have that written down in front of you, I, or is this literally committed to memory? Okay, yeah, I wasn't I sure. Um, because you've been doing this so long, Rob, I mean, you're one of the originals. So, um, I didn't know if you had it committed to memory. That's a, those are decent size. They're all nice size. The, uh, one thing that we haven't talked about yet, and I may be stepping on something you've got on your list, but the cast members at the Hilton Head Resort are just cream of the crop. They, of course, there's no theme park where the, the guests staying there are going to go off to and spend the day there. Uh, but there's a themed swimming pool. Uh, the theme of the resort, by the way, is a hunting and fishing lodge from the 1930s. And there's a gathering area right outside the check-in area. Uh, uh, Big Murgy's Den. Big Murgy is the, the legendary bass that uh, everybody wants to catch there. And But there's a den there with a lot of Disney memorabilia. There's pictures of Walt Disney's family and it's it's a unique little relaxing place. Uh, it's just a lounge for for guests staying there. But the cast members, the recreational staff members, are just wonderful. Uh, they they get a bunch of college kids in there for the summer that are so enthusiastic, and they 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 have all kinds. They have a kids' night out. They take them to the movies so that the parents have an opportunity to enjoy uh, some of uh, some of the adult activities uh, available in the islands. So. Uh, they, they've got canoeing, they've got kayaking, uh, they've got uh, uh, crabbing and fishing. There's a dock there. Uh, Shelter Cove offers uh, dolphin watches. Uh, there's a, we have about 300 resident dolphin that are here year-round. And mm. this time of the year, we're getting manate- families of manatee that migrate up from, from Florida. And they're, they're hanging out around the resort. Uh, it's not unusual to see the dolphin right from your window at the resort. Uh, the wow, manatee. really? Oh, it's just it's just amazing. Hmm. Paul, this sounds like something you and Amy would love. It does. And, you know, as we were sitting here, I actually pulled up uh, pulled up the page and started looking at point charts. And, I mean, point, points actually start as low as six points per night for a studio accommodation. Um, on average, you could get a, a deluxe studio for about 95 vacation points for a week. Um, but even looking at like the three bedroom grand villa average, uh, 409 for a week. That's really good. Head, which yeah, is just that's... unheard of. I mean, you'd, you'd spend that for maybe two or three nights on at Walt Disney World. Um, and how available are like, how is availability at Hilton Head? I mean, obviously it's going to be worse in the summer. 
But I mean, is it Jerry? So the off season, it's not difficult at all to get a reservation. You really can book like so uh, you were mentioning the point charts, Paul. I've, I've been to Hilton Head in January and it was like 50 something points for the week in a studio. And uh, the weather was 65 and 70 degrees. It was perfect. I was like, it's how is this the off season? I mean, it was amazing. So so uh, anyway, the availability in the in the summer, though, it's almost impossible. I, like you really do have to book 11 months out or at least as close as possible to 11 months to even have a chance. Paul, Go, going back to the weather real quick, like. If we were to plan a, a trip, um, say midwinter or something, how bad does it really get there? This winter, I don't think we had a, a day where it was below freezing. I, I take that back. We had a couple of frosts overnight, but we never had a day where it didn't get above freezing. Usually, it'll be in the upper 30s, uh, low 40s, uh, and then the highs will get into the upper 40s. That's a bad day. But as Jerry suggested, there are a lot of days when it's 65 or 70 degrees here in January and February. Yeah. Well, one of the, I'm sorry, Paul, go ahead. I enjoy, I mean, I love going to the beach, but at the same time, I could view this resort as a place where I'm just happy chilling out and not doing much of anything and just relaxing for a week or so. See, I thought uh, one of the reasons I wanted to do this show was um, – you know, we're 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 looking at uh, when we're recording this, which is uh, May eighth. Um, probably won't be up. This won't. This one won't be up for a couple of weeks. But one of the reasons I'm record, I wanted to do this was, you know, we're starting to see things reopen now, and, uh, you know, they just announced Disney Springs is going to reopen on the twentieth, uh, and there's still a lot of reticence from people about wanting to go to Disney World because of, you know, legitimate fears about the coronavirus and everything that's going on right now. And I thought that, you know, uh, maybe a discussion about some of the DVC resorts where social distancing might be a bit easier than it's going to be if you're not married to the whole idea of theme parks. Um, you know, we've talked about doing, you know, resort-only stays as DVC members. Um, that's something we kind of had the luxury of doing because we go so often, we go back so much. Um, am I am I off there, uh, Rob, in thinking that might be a bit easier to do um, a Disney quote unquote vacation um, at Hilton Head and maintain? It'd be it'll be a little bit easier to maintain some of that distancing. Absolutely, uh, because it's the, the resort is rather compact and yet it's very spacious. You, there, you're not going to be running into people. It's not like going into a theme park. This is a, this is a resort where you are in full control of your surroundings at all times. Um, I think uh, uh, twelve of these villas or, or the buildings are on them have a marsh view, so you're looking out over the, this marsh setting, uh, which is so serene, uh, and you can sit on every every room has a a balcony. Uh, so you can sit on your on your balcony and just look out over the marsh and vegetate if that's all you're you're interested in doing that day, or you can take a walk. Uh, it, it's it's quite a quite an area for for relaxation and staying away from people. Okay, awesome. All right, well, thank you guys for joining us for this. Thank you for being uh, a part of our show as well. Uh, that is going to do it for this episode of the DBC Show. We hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you again next week. Have a great week, folks.